Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye. You'll find I'm in DG247 looks boring. What are you on about? It All of great. their games, they look boring. It doesn't look boring. It looks like it you're an assassin on the Isle of Man. But it doesn't have the kind of, wow. The steampunk quail-based economy is incredible. It's boring. VG247's <laughs> <laughs> Best Games Ever podcast is ostensibly a show about figuring out what the best game in a weirdly specific category is, but it's actually just about petty arguments. You should listen to it. It's good. Is that it? That's the whole promo? Uh, yeah, I was just doing And it. that's supposed to make people subscribe, is it? Yes. Okay, good luck with that. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. For dropping into the cast party. Join the cast and crew as they are putted from their Hollywood film set into the crazy world of Dungeons and Dragons. And action! All right, and that's the cue. Bring the ballista in now. Uh, the wheel fell off. What do you mean the wheel fell off? It wasn't screwed on or something. We had one job, and that was to make sure the ballista was working and we could use it to save the city. Yeah, well, I checked the ballista. I didn't know I had to check the wheels. The wheels are part of the ballista! Well, no. They're wheels. They should just work fine. Well, did it work fine, you idiot? Well, you don't need to resort to name-calling. Oh, I am so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you, as the entire city gets overrun by the undead! Huh. What are you doing? You can't just sit there. We need to help save the city. Well, I'm just an idiot, so how would I know what to do? Because I am telling you what to do. Get up and grab a crossbow and start shooting. An idiot would just sit here on the floor and not help at all, wouldn't they? And I guess I'm just such an idiot. Get up. Not until you apologize. Get up. No. I said get up or I will! Well, now who's the idiot? If you were sitting on the floor like me, maybe you would still have half your face. Another guest adventurer come and sadly gone. But this means we have our winners for the guest adventurer giveaway. With your help, we assisted Gabe's charity event, Games for Good, in raising over $1,000 for Charity Water. If you're still feeling that giving holiday spirit, the charity event is still currently going on. The link is in our episode notes if you'd like to bring clean water to the world this holiday season. Now, on to the winners! Copper prize goes to Nat Loving, silver prize goes to Bubble Biscuits, gold prize goes to War Torn Knight, 
And Platinum Prize goes to... Ponto Hornblower! We'll be in touch this week to get all of your prizes in order. Thank you all so, so much for entering, and who do you want to see next on Cast Party? Let us know on any of our social medias at CastPartyDnd, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. And as always, we'll be doing a giveaway for every single guest adventurer. So be sure to send us your suggestions on who to reach out to. All right, cast and crew, enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cast Party. My name is Colin McManus, and I will be your director for today. I am joined by my matrimonious cast and crew, Ryan McManus. Hi, Sebastian Vivaldi Greensleeves, an emo at heart musician. Who? It's been three weeks since we poured it here. Now I can't even get drunk off of 12 beers. Two days with a wolfy man saying, get it together and save her if you can. Few minutes since her mama died. Shocked that you didn't break down with a cry. Hopefully you'll forgive Colin for all those death saves that he'll have you rolling. Christ. I hate that it was it was good. I hate that I liked it. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we have Anna Brisbane. Ryan, you make me look so simple. <laughs> <laughs> Blueberry Sky, who doesn't have a song. She um once saw a psychic in Los Feliz who told her that the next year would be full of faraway travel and adventures, so she booked a Euro trip for after the film wrapped, but um yeah, she might not feel the need to go on that anymore. Oh no. <laughs> That's good. I love that. All right, we have Nigel Deacon. Hey, how's it going? Xander Gucci Supreme, who absolutely loves pumpkin spice lattes, but doesn't know that he's allergic to nutmeg. Not like so allergic that he dies, but like allergic enough that it always makes his throat scratchy and uncomfortable. But he figured that was the coffee that did that, so he fully stopped drinking coffee. Then he had the same reaction from pumpkin pie, but figured it had to be the pie crust, so he stopped eating pies unless they were graham cracker crust or something. And then also eggnog, so he stopped drinking eggs. Wait, drinking? drinking Does he still eat them? He just stopped drinking them. Uh, well, yeah, no, he just stopped drinking them, obviously, because eating them, they're cooked, so that removes all allergic qualities, right? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> we have Vince Perito, Jet the Boulder Chambers. For those who remember, we talked about how Jet tried playing Dungeons and Dragons in the past with Pebbles. Pebbles isn't that great of a DM, and you're about to find out why. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. So, Jet tried writing a campaign a little bit about Squirrel Wars. And basically, long story short, Pebbles ended up having one squirrel base. Yeah, they basically attacked another one, and then that one nuked the other, and then the other nuked the one. And so they both nuked each other, and then it ended with both squirrel places dying by nukes. Jesus. We're going like futuristic Squirrel Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and returning once more, we have Gabe Hicks. Hello, I'm Gabe Hicks playing Adewolf Adewolf Kuth. Uh, or Kuth, I don't know. I don't remember. It kind of depends. It's, <laughs> it's fancy world changes. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to give an actual lore thing. The reason that Adewolf is blind in his eye until he summons the Drake was because to make the deal, he gave up his eye. It took the sight in his right eye in return for the ability to call it out. So that's why there was that glimpse of his eye the one time during the arm wrestling contest. And it's also why when he called the Drake out, the eye came back, but it was an eye more like a dragon than his own. Very nice. All right. 
We got some lore. We got some squirrel wars Hell to deal yeah. with. Lore, squirrel war. <laughs> what more you guys for? Let's get right into it. Talk about a little bit what happened last time. This is a long recap. I'm sorry. So much happened in the last episode. You began outside the lingering flame. Jet gave Adwolf his sending stone so all you could keep in touch. And Adwolf headed back to the castle to see to his duties of protecting the princess. When he arrived, Ermina happened to be in the princess's room and they shared a quick word before parting ways. Adwolf told Tariana he expects something bad to occur during the wedding and to be ready. You all went to sleep and headed to the venue. The four not involved with the wedding took your seats. While Adwolf spoke with the princess, he told her something may go wrong, but he will be there for her and that all that matters is that she is happy. The wedding then started. Slowly, people made their way onto the stage. Finally, Princess Velaspian and Adwolf arrived on stage before Ermina made an electric entrance and the wedding began. She started by having the queen and king join her at the front of the stage. Desideria was then given a platinum cord to wrap their hands in. It then disappeared as the fates of the two families were now entwined. You got a chance to look around during a dance. Adwolf noticed Desideria was concentrating on a spell and that she touched a hidden lever beneath her chair. He also noticed Ermina had a staff hidden underneath her robes and that many magistrate guards were on either roof, two of which had stabs of their own and were intently surveying the audience. The wedding continued. Ermina brought Thuridin and Velaspian forward. They gave their gifts to one another before kissing above the sky gem. After returning to their thrones, Ermina hosted a toast of everyone's rosebud vials and then started her thank yous. When she thanked the queen for the blessing, she turned dark, yelling at the queen for betraying her and bringing the magistrate to the city after she had escaped. She grabbed her staff and used it to completely shatter the Sky Gem, opening a large portal to a land of gray wastes and black mists. Skeletal horrors came out and began attacking the wedding goers. Hooved skeletons, small skeletal dragons, a bone daddy, and a gargantuan skeletal snake came out of the portal. Desideria tried to pull the lover under her seat, but Nomura held it tight, and she screamed out saying we must keep the princess safe. Combat ensued, the skeletal dragons were spewing black mist over the entire area, while the hooved horrors attacked the wedding goers. The swarms of horrors were quickly taken care of with the magistrate's help as they fired crossbows from all around at the bone monsters. The large snake was able to restrain Ermina, but was not able to stop her from using an 8th level disintegrate spell to turn the Queen of Valorith, and consequently the King of Elvarath, to ash. Their fates entwined with the Tether Essence spell. The fight was long, Desideria was able to pull the lever and the thrones of the prince and princess shot backwards, throwing them down a chute that opened from beneath the carpet behind them. Blueberry and her face spirit were able to knock Ermina unconscious in the snake's grasp, but Teriana beheaded her just seconds later. Adolf was caught inside the snake's rib as he was swallowed whole, keeping him inside the hunger of Hadar. Adolf went unconscious inside the large snake's mouth, Umbral was able to get him into the mouth of the snake, but on the snake's turn, it was almost ensured destruction of Adwolf, protector of the princess. The snake bit down hard, but Jet's shield of faith that was put onto Adwolf saved him as Umbral pulled him away from the teeth. Adwolf was healed before the snake fell to Blueberry's face spirit. Xander took out his camera and took a beautifully eerie photo of the destruction as Adwolf and Umbral arose from inside the lifeless skull of the gargantuan skeletal snake. Now, around you, the Magistrate are helping wounded civilians up and out of the venue. Teriana falls to the ground on one knee. 
Silently, she weeps, though anger is everywhere on her face as she looks at the lifeless body of Ermina in front of her, the gloom knight and the keeper breathing heavily and standing motionless as the dust from the bones and black mist settle. And so the scene is set. The question is, what will you do next? How injured does everyone look? <laughs> uh, I'm hurting pretty bad, I gotta say. I'm all good. I'm fine. I throw another second level healing word towards at a wolf. At a wolf, you doing okay? Not really, but I'll make do. Um, here, d- do okay or please. 10 HP. Jet, you said you're still rough? Yeah, I'm I'm not feeling good right now. Like at all or like uh, yeah. He just has a stomach ache. Like if you were to rate your scale of 1 to 3 on badness, what would you say? <laughs> I'd, I'd like out of 64, I'd say I'm only like maybe not even a quarter of that. <laughs> That's a 3, Ryan. Okay, uh I'll cast the third level cure wounds on Jet. Oh, bro, I'm sorry. That's only 14. Uh, I guess I'll take it to feel a little more gooder. Wow, y'all are picky ass to your healers, even as a healer. Damn. <laughs> 14 health. Thanks. I just, I feel like, you know, with my hands, I could do a little bit better, and I, I guess I'm just going to second level cast uh, Cure Wounds on myself as well. 13. I'm going to walk up to the carpet hole and, like, peek down. It is basically like a very wide slide, and it looks like it goes down and curves to the left sharply. I'm going to kill her. But what do the magistrates seem to be doing? So all of the magistrate guards and everything are currently helping the rest of the people out. The keeper and the gloom knight are still on the stage with you. The gloom knight is currently walking over to where the king of Elvarath is now a pile of ash. And you can see he puts away his big sword on his back and he picks up the King of Elvrath's sword, which did not turn to ash. Um, the princess? Yes. I'm going to hop on Umbral and hop down the hole. You can ride Umbral? Yeah, I just can't fly. That's Holy dope. Shit. <laughs> That's it. Like, so yeah, it's, it's a medium creature. I can ride it. The, the issue is because we're the same size, Umbral just can't fly yet. But yeah, um, Umbral's fast as hell. Oh, hell yeah. It's like riding a wolf. Uh, did he just jump down? Yeah, we, we gotta follow him, man. Oh, shit. Oh, all right, here we go. Okay. I jumped down also. Yeet. And as he's going down, he, like, screams, Desidorio! You all jump down the chute. It's surprisingly fast and is actually kind of an adrenaline rush. It heads down a little bit and curves sharply to the left. Even though it only goes about 40 feet down, you pick up a decent amount of speed before you slow your way down into a newly carved tunnel. As you kind of make a landing 30 feet ahead of you, this tunnel bisects another tunnel, but this one has walls and a stone floor. The wall looks like it has been blasted out by some sort of magic, and the stone is crumbling all around. Adwolf, you don't even need to think about it. You know these tunnels. Not the newly carved one with the chute, but the one that it is blasted into. They are underground pathways the royals use for escape if they're in a very few specific areas. They only connect to other places the royals stay or spend a lot of their time. They're not throughout the whole city. As you guys enter this tunnel, to your right is a small room that Adolf, you would know, contains armor and weapons. It has a ladder that leads up to that building that you were in on the stage. 
To your left, the tunnel continues. You know this tunnel goes for about 40 feet, turns to the right, and then it's a very long tunnel, and it goes 100 or feet or so before splitting in two. One way goes to the castle, and the other way goes to other areas of the city, like the royal catacombs and the guards' quarters. Which way do you think they went off to? I think they went left. Why the hells did she know about these tunnels? Does the prince know? He shouldn't have, unless the princess told him. <sighs> I think it was more Armina leaking some information than the princess. Maybe. If they know the tunnels are here, where do you think they could be headed to? They're probably headed towards the castle. Would make the most sense. Okay, we're running? Yeah, I think so. After you. This tunnel goes to your left about 40 feet. As you round that corner, there's a giant wall of ice that is Ah. blocking the entire tunnel. Oh, this was Lavender Girl. Yep. For sure. She loves ice. That's Desideria. I am going to cast Searing Smite and take a swing at it. Give me a attack roll. 16 to hit. That hits. 17 damage. That fire damage, you can see it starts to melt away most of this wall. And it looks like with another swing, you'd easily be able to break through it. Okay, we're just going to swing again. Go ahead and give me an attack roll. It's 16 again. Nice. Nine. Nine. That is enough to get rid of this ice that is here. Adawolf, with your passive perception, you can see that there is still almost a hazy cloud of ice in front of you where the wall used to be still looks like it's got this sheet of cold air i'll point it out i hate it but i'll point it out i'm gonna use thaumaturgy to make my voice three times as loud and just shout out the princess's name and ask where they are adolf why don't give me a persuasion roll for you screaming out the princess's name oh that's a seven can I have uh, Namora just fly through it? Constitution saving throw for Namora. Okay. Plus Jet's aura. E. Um, eight. That is going to fail. Great. Namora is taking 15 cold damage. Oh, he did. Holy cow. And poof. Yep. <laughs> just. Pff. Okay, so that's not good to walk through. It's horrible. Well, how the fuck do we get rid of it? Do we feel like we can brave it? I don't want to take a chance walking through that. I mean, if we just saw our little guy turn into a a, a little poof, what's going to happen to us? Yeah, but he's not very strong. True, but I mean, aren't we all kind of hurting right now? Not me. I can try. I'm fine. I could probably give it a shot. I can wild shape. I mean, I'm feeling better now. Is there anything that would make you okay in the cold, Blueberry? Nice. Oh. Ooh. I have an idea. Me too. I got two, actually. What? I got chapstick, and I'll pull out the chapsticks that I found <laughs> oh, in my pocket. Shit. Chapstick <laughs> it helps a little bit with like crackly lips, but I, I don't know if it's gonna help that much. No, 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 no. Look, look, it says on here uh cold oh, it says hot now. And acid and oh, there's the cold again. So it see, it does cold resistance. It I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I'm, sounds like I could resist the cold. I have an idea. If you can save that, you might be better off with something else. Okay. What you got? So Adderwolf gets off of Umbral and walks up to the edge of it, 
and takes his sword and then starts spinning it around his head and his eye starts to glow a bit more and then he swings it down in a heavy strike and I'm going to cast Gust of Wind. A line of strong wind, 60 feet long and 10 feet wide blast from unidirection you choose for the spell's duration up to a minute. The gust disperses gas or vapor and it extinguishes candles, torches, and similar unprotected things. So you make this gust of wind. Everyone else who is in this tunnel, like you feel it come from behind you and you can see it almost looks like a bluish vapor that's in the air, tiny ice crystals. And you're able to push it all the way down this tunnel and pushing it to the left, dispersing it down the tunnel further. And you guys come up to another fork in the tunnel. To the right, you see two large stone doors that are indeed closed. Adolf, you know that just beyond these doors is a hidden area in the basement of the castle. It's stocked with food rations, clothes, books, weapons, couches, beds, even a royal table with two thrones. And this is like the emergency area where the royals stay for sieges or any other terrible things that might happen when they stay in the city. And Adwolf, you have a key to this door on you. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to charge forward and try to open this door. You run up to the door. It is indeed locked. So you do have to throw your key in. It does indeed open. Inside this room, you see Adwolf, a lot of what you remember. Yeah. You haven't been down here in over 10 years, not since King Belmore's passing. There is a large table currently illuminated with four candles, two elven thrones behind it. There's sofas, there's beds, there's a staircase going up towards the basement. And there are two statues that are inset into alcoves in the walls. One is a wide elven man, thick jawline, especially for an elf. The smile on his face causes his eyes to squint and wrinkle just around his temples. You can practically hear him laughing as you look at it. He holds his hands outright as if to welcome those around him. No fancy dress, just a solid robe. The other statue is the late Queen Valesa, albeit at a younger age. She too smiles wide in the statue and is much less covered in jewels and fancy chains than she was in her older age. Also in this room is the now King of Elvarath, Thuridan. He is seated in a chair, slouched over, head in his hands. He seems to be angrily squeezing the sides of his face. Desideria is here with Queen Velaspian. Desideria wields a small dagger in her hands as she cuts piece by piece off of the queen's hair. Her hair is pretty short now, cut and all messy and not symmetrical. She is weeping quietly. As you enter Adderwolf, she turns around and yells, Adderwolf! Desideria grabs her staff, just holds it in front of the queen, and says, Hold on, Velaspian. We can trust no one right now. Including yourself. And is that really your queen? I don't remember you ever caring, stranger. Give me intimidation. Gladly. 18. Velaspian pushes through the staff and says, We can trust Adawolf, as she runs over to you and throws her arms around you. Yeah. Big old hug. And he's like, so a minute hasn't passed, so he's still kind of shifted, actually. And he looks pissed. Fangs are out. Eyes are practically pulsing. And there is rage when he is staring at Desidoria. Adolf actually probably got his sword facing her. Like, you stay where you are. <laughs> Adolf, 
What happened? Well, it seems like the Sidaria knew what Armina was going to do. And instead of stopping it, they decided to prove themselves to look like heroes, didn't you? Because I saw you toying with the lever before the party, which means you knew that thing was there. We did not make that, including your trebuchets on top of the buildings. Listen, I didn't know what was going to happen. I just had a way out. For the prince and princess, you're welcome. The ballistas were there in case something went wrong. So that's the thing. I said trebuchets. You knew exactly what they were. Yes, we knew. We were there. We were prepared. We helped save the city. And you knew nothing about what Ermina was doing? No. Princess, would you do me a favor? And you, Desidoria, keep your mouth shut when the princess... Excuse me. When the queen speaks. My queen, would you please ask your husband if he knew about any of this? She turns quickly... You can see that she's actually standing very close. She's using you kind of as this safety blanket as she turns around and says, Thurden, no, there's there's no way. Is there? Velaspian, I had no idea. Why would I let them kill my father? My queen, I didn't ask if he had intent to kill his parents. I asked if, if he knew about any of this plan. Because his advisor surely did. That's right. That That's what he said. Thurden... Tell, tell me. Or, please, Desidoria, are you not so forthright with your ruler? You wouldn't be honest with him. You think I would have just killed the king? Killed the queen? Really? You saw Ermina did that. And I know that you knew. Because I know you're the one that let her escape in the first place. And I have proof for it. Or would you like to explain that as well? Give me proof. <laughs> Which means you know it exists. Jet's not liking any of this. He he wants more out of this. He's going to cast Zone of Truth. Let's go. Oh, where are you doing that? What is the radius and where are you doing it? So radius, 15 feet. You can easily get Desideria and the king. Yeah, that's what I want. Do you want any of you or Velaspian in it? Velaspian as well. They can choose to fail the saving throw. She does so. And then what kind of saving throw is it? Charisma. I'm going to let one of you roll Desiderius. She has a plus five to her charisma saving throws. Woof. All right, I'll do it. And someone else can do the kings as well. I'll do the kings. He has a plus two. Plus five to Desideria, plus two to the king. That's four for the king. I got a 14. That passes. So Desideria did pass, but Prince Thurden did not. In your world, do you know when someone passes or fails? You guys would not. Jet would just because he is the one who cast it. Yeah. So, okay. And Jet, we know that you're doing this, right? Gabe is asking so that when Jet knows that someone passed, it means someone chose to not intentionally fail. Which both the prince and Desideria chose to not intentionally fail. Jet, are you forthcoming with that news to everyone else? Absolutely. Edwolf, she's she's intentionally trying to lie to you right now. And the queen, did the queen resist your zone of truth? Absolutely not. But the king, you did, didn't you? Yeah. I, I, I do not allow magic to affect me if I can help it. Not even magic focused around 
being sincere and honest. All magic is dangerous for the kingdoms. So are you saying that this whole time you were trying to be sincere? Blank face. <laughs> Doesn't say anything. Did you know anything about what Armina was planning? If you didn't, then tell me you knew nothing right now. I knew some. That boy's a snake. What you knew led to your father being killed and her mother. Whether that was your intention or not, you are now an accomplice to their death. And your throne is now beset on the blood of both of your paternal figures. Ooh. Can I take a video of this? All this happening? Yes. That's fire. As you do so, Xander, you hear, all of you hear, door open. And from the staircase, you see the Keeper and the Gloom Knight start walking down. Come on. What? And the Gloom Knight immediately walks over, bends at the knee in front of King Thuridan, and hands him his father's sword. The Keeper took his helmet off and has his hand gripping the glaive. And he says, the rest of the army's on their way. What? Army? What is he talking about? Yes, Prince. Why do you have an... Excuse me, King. Why do you have an army coming? To protect us. Protect you from what? People like you. Who are trying to sow discord between the kingdoms. And how am I trying to do that? Your kingship. Desideriac pops in. You are trying to take the queen from us with lies. Lies? Adderwolf, you can step into the zone. Go ahead. It's not lies. Oh, yeah. I step into the zone and I, I intentionally choose to fail. Your Highness, I'd like you to know I saved your life once. But this reaction is genuinely making me wonder if it was the right choice. Adolf? Yes, my lady. Adolf, I'm scared. There's no reason to be. Because the king would never harm you. Isn't that right? As she says that, I'm going to give her Charlotte's protection. To make her feel a little more secure. So Jet's shield is now floating around the princess. I'm going to walk up behind Adderwolf and just put a hand on his shoulder and just kind of reach reach my other one and grab the princess's hand and just kind of, kind of pull her back and out of the fray and just a little more towards the doorway. Adderwolf, this can't have been happening, right? Like, this is, this is crazy. I need him to answer. You would never harm her, right? He has not said anything yet. He is still looking down. He has grabbed his father's sword, and Desideria looks up. You're seriously going to believe them? Ignorance was how your father was killed. Do you really want to end up like him? And she points with her staff to the statue of King Belmore. And Adolf, when you hear her say that, your eyes dart to the statue in the room. And you remember the last time you saw King Belmore. Mm -hmm. He had just been out that day at the training grounds for the youngest of Valorith soldiers, of which you were one. Every few weeks or so, he would pick a soldier he saw doing drills, and they would accompany him for the day so he could teach them what it meant to be a soldier. He would teach them what it meant to be selfless, that those who cannot protect themselves need protection because the world can be a terrible place. He believed there was no place for suffering in it. 
You were exhausted from a recent fighting drill where you were put into two teams of five people and asked to attack each other in formation. A nasty slice on your leg and panting heavily, King Belmore walked over to you and picked you that day. He gave you some water from his flask and took you onto his horse. As you rode around the city, you spoke for some time. Perhaps the most important thing he told you was that his job, he didn't see it as to rule. He saw it as keeping peace, keeping others safe. The king treated you like family. In fact, he treated everyone he spoke with that day like family. By the end of the day, he even started poking fun at you. That evening, he told you that you were doing great during your trainings. You were protecting others, even though you were putting yourself at danger. You cared for others' safety at the sacrifice of your own. As he was telling you that, you were riding his horse through an area of Valrith that is known as the Transient Dwellings. This area is specifically had temporary lodgings for traders and passers-by. As you were passing, there was a commotion in a nearby structure. The king quickly jumped off his horse and ran towards the building, sword out. What did you do, Adwolf? I followed behind without question. Adwolf, you only had a training sword. It was metal, had a blunt edge, but it was metal. It was something. You followed without question. By the time you got to the door, the king was a lot faster than you. You were still young at this time, couldn't run quite fast enough. He was already in this house. The king had his sword out in front of him, and an elven woman was tied to a chair. There was a human behind her with a knife held to her throat. And there was another dwarven man who was wearing similar garb to the man with the knife, currently had a small chest in his hand. And an elven man had just walked in the back door and screamed. The king was commanding. He stepped into action immediately as these two assailants were attacking this elven family. The king went for the woman. She was tied up. She had a dagger around her throat. He was commanding. He was loud. He was moving closer slowly to the assailant while trying to calm him down through intimidation. What did you do? How old am I at this point? Teenage years. <laughs> I'm stupid. He would try to get between the king and the conflict. Are you going after the guy with the dagger? Yeah. Like, you, you know that kid in an anime who's holding that stupid wooden sword that gets between, like, like that, that is Adderwolf 100%. He's like, my job is to protect the royal family, so I'm going to do my job. Adderwolf, give me an attack roll. I'm going to give you commoner stats, proficiency of plus two. So you got a plus two to hit on this. 16. 16 hits. Let's go. This guy with the dagger, he was looking right at the king. You ran up and you were able to come around with your training sword and knock this guy in the head. Blunt sword, big hit, and he falls unconscious as the king grabs your shoulder and rips you back to try to save you. And just at that moment, you see a dagger fly through the air and it impales the king underneath his arm and he falls to the ground. The dwarven man gets up and starts running out of the building. What did you do? He points a finger. No. And casts Hunter's Mark. 
as like the magical sigil just forms and then disappears, he kind of like stops, rips some of his his shoulder cloth, tries to almost like make a, a bandage for the king, panics a little bit if the bleeding doesn't get any better. The man that had just come in the back door screaming runs up, unties what you can only believe to be his wife, and they run out of the house. You can hear their yelling for the guard. Yeah. And from the ground, Adolf, come here. No, don't. You're bleeding. It's fine. Uh, well, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. He smiles. He's got a big smile on him. I've been watching you for some time. Well, I hope that you keep watching over me. You don't, you don't have to talk. You don't have to talk. You can do this, Adolf. You are selfless mm-hmm. and brave. Mm-hmm. Look at me. And he grabs your neck to make you look in his eyes. Yes. Velaspian cannot protect herself. You need to be there for her. You will be the new princess's guard. I promise. Promise. And you'll teach me how to keep her safe, right? There are ways of doing so. Leans back onto the ground a little more and he... Reaches out his hand to you, Adolf, much like the statue. I'll take his hand. Anytime you fear for your life or the princesses, remember this moment. Remember what I taught you just this day. And remember this. All you have to do is reach for my hand, even after I'm gone. The king continues breathing slowly as the man from the building has gathered the guard. The guards take the king out of the building as he proclaims you the new protector of Princess Velaspian. The king died later that night in his bed. When the guards took him away, did they leave his sword? Yes. I would have taken his sword and then Hunter's Mark lasts for an hour and I know their exact location. Adwolf, you remember hunting down that assailant to get that revenge. And Adwolf, this memory takes only a second as you blink and are once again staring at the statue of King Belmore, smiling with his arm outstretched. It's probably weird for anyone else, but finally Adwolf's disposition relaxes and he takes a deep breath. And closes his eyes and just just reaches out towards the statue as if he's reaching for the hand that he knows is there. And just kind of like clasps it closed. <sighs> Are you physically going up to touch the statue? You know what? Yeah, I think I think that's even more dramatic. If I just walk past the rest of them. You walk to the side as Desideria is angry. She says... Fine, if you're going to go with them, then you have brought this upon yourself, Velaspian. I am sorry. And she begins raising her staff towards the queen. Everyone roll initiative. Uh, ice the bitch. <laughs> Don't say that to Desi. I got a 14 on initiative. Eight. Nine. This lady powerful. She hasn't used, like, any of her spells. What? This can't go well. Mm-mm. Oh, did I say? I said ice the bitch and she's an ice yes. lady. <laughs> like you told her to ice the queen. <laughs> no, that's not right. You you know I'm not on her side. I might be. But in that moment, I pulled out a gun, you know? So. <laughs> 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 
Jet and Adwolf, what'd you get on initiative? 22. Four. (laughs) (laughs) Sebastian, since you were the last one to grab the princess, I'm just going to have her go on your initiative and you can control her. Is that okay? Yeah. We are at the top of the order with Adwolf. As you grasp the hand of this statue, the hand pulls out a little bit as the statue pushes forward. It is a door that pushes into another tunnel. You had no idea this was here. Interesting. I'm going to say that was like your interact with an object kind of thing since you were prepared to do that. So you have your full turn still. Okay. (laughs) That scares me. Don't do that. Good. (laughs) Bonus action. I command Umbral to move 10 feet to the princess and then into the tunnel. Okay, so you're having him grab the princess. You know that thing where like a big dog is going underneath someone's leg and like up? Kind of like a tiger, like going underneath and then scoop. Beautiful. Inspiration. The princess is now on Umbral. They're able to get into the tunnel. As she's running by, he says, you can trust him with your life. She's trembling. She doesn't respond to that as she just goes. And (laughs) there's a dummy. So here's my question. Can I attack objects? So generally how I do attacking a specific body part or something, Mm -hmm. I basically give them half cover. So it's like adding two to the AC. So if you're trying to attack something specific on Desideria, it's going to be her AC plus two. I want to attack the staff that she's holding in her hands. As Umbral's leaving, I'm going to use my reaction to make Umbral ignite my blade with flames. He's dashing forward with the flaming blade, doing like a pirouette spin. And the hope is that she puts up the staff almost like to block and deflect. He's trying to cut through it. Before you move, I do want to let you know, because mm-hmm. you have a crazy, crazy passive perception. Mm-hmm. Down this tunnel that you watch Umbral go, it continues about 60 feet forward. About 10 feet into the tunnel, there's a lever on the left side. Hmm. I shout, pull the lever. Kronk. I really <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> if she can't do it, like I, I would expect Umbral to do it. I assume it's going to shut it or some kind of weird shit. I don't know. I Look, Gabe is going into the assumption, if you're telling me this, it's probably not bad. And if it is bad, you're just an asshole. But <laughs> <laughs> So either way, we win. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so give me your attack roll on the staff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my inspiration right now, so I have an advantage. 28. <laughs> God damn, boy. That definitely hit. 12 points of damage. She does indeed have that staff out. It looked like she was about to try to shoot the princess. As you rush forward, she reactionarily just grabs it to try to stop your blade. Your blade does not go through the staff. What it does do is knocks it directly out of her hands. About 10 feet to her west. Beautiful. And as a ranger, I get two attacks. And there's, there's just so much disappointment in his face. You could have been something, but you're just disgusting. 18 to hit. That hits. Goddamn, plus 11. Jesus Christ. Wow. 
is it's a magic weapon proficient and i have the belt of giant strength oh that's right mm. for 14 points of damage adolf is that the end of your turn yes it is that is desiderius turn uh. staff is now on the ground she looks at you and you can see she has a diamond necklace on she rips it off and throws it at you Adwolf. it starts to turn into a ball of spikes that is 21 to hit this? wow that is 11 gold damage this is so bad she is going to walk over to her staff and she's going to use her object interaction to pick up her staff so it's currently in her hand again Xander you are up you are over by this statue there's a tunnel down that way you heard Adolf yell pull the lever you can see a lever in the tunnel about 10 feet okay well I'm gonna follow his Adolf's lead and can I just for flavor set down the camera so that it's filming all of this (laughs) hell yeah just like behind me I'm just going to say you can hold it in one hand while you're doing your other thing. Or are you just trying to finger guns? Well, I was going to just hold my gun, which I I did have out, the arcane pistol. Instead of you putting the camera down, it's got a neck strap. It's almost like strapped your chest like a GoPro right now. Okay, that works. For my actual thing, I would like to take aim at her staff with the arcane pistol to do my my Eldritch blasting that way. So again, it's going to have plus two to her AC. Yes. 26. Very much hits. So I forget what we did with the arcane pistol. It's 2d10 plus 4 because it's both Eldritch Blaster in the one. Do you get plus 4 for each Eldritch Blast? It's a d10 plus 4. Yeah, a d10 plus 4 for each one. Okay, so this is 2d10 plus 8. That's 9 plus 9 plus 8. 26. staff gets blown back up the stairs a good 20 feet away from her again. It looks like this staff is obviously very magical, but it does look like it has some splinters down the center now. Tight. And I think that's going to be it for right now. I want to save my last spell slot. Okay. Do you want to do any movement or anything? I'll move five feet to my left to just be in the doorway in case someone tries to get through there. Cool. Give me an investigation check. Oh, okay. (laughs) So Xander's right in the opening that the statue has created. He can see Umbral and the queen going down there. I got a 19. You can see that that lever definitely pulls a mechanism to keep this statue closed. If you were to pull it, it would close the door and then use it as a locking mechanism. Mm, I would like to yell that to Queenie just, just to let her know that'll lock you in and us out. Yo, that lever will keep you in there and us out here. So close it until we're done. All right, peace. Bye. Stay safe. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. Xander, that's your turn. So that is Blueberry. Uh, Why is it so far away? Okay. I am going to bonus action. Wild shape into a saber-toothed tiger. White saber-toothed tiger. So that is a large beast, and I'm going to have to deal with some hits, but I will go 40, so I don't have to deal with any hits. If I dash to it, can I pick it up in my mouth? Yeah, it would be like an object interaction. 
Then I'll dash to it, take the opportunity attack from Desi and pick it up. You could just stand at the front of the stairs and then not take the opportunity attack. But we need to leave. Eh, I'm worried that she has ways, so I just go. You do see as she runs by, she actually has a little bit of ice that comes out of her hand. Mm. She is able to cast Ray of Frost on you as a opportunity attack. Oh, can she do that? She's special? There's a fee for it. Okay. Does she have Warcaster? So you're taking seven cold damage. Okay. And your speed is now reduced by 10 feet until the start of Desiderius' next turn. So you're able to pick that up. Yeah, in my mouth. It's cute. Blueberry, as a saber-toothed tiger, was able to run all the way around, avoiding the keeper, up the stairs a little bit to grab the staff in her mouth. Sebastian and Princess turn. Okay, so Princess is down the hall, right? On Umbral. Princess is down the hall on Umbral. She's trying to rear Umbral, and you can see that she gets to the lever, has her hands on it, and she yells out, Adolf, I'm not closing you out of here. Uh, hold on to that. If if anyone other than us comes down there, if you see him in the doorway, I want you to close the lever, okay? Okay. And I'm going to look over at Desideria, and I want to cast Suggestion on her. <laughs> okay. So that's a wisdom save of 15. And I just want to say, freeze. <laughs> she got a natural 17. Fuck. That fails. Imagine you said freeze. Yeah, right? Of all the things you would say to the ice woman. She could interpret that how she wants. <laughs> what do you mean? Because that could mean that she just like sends out all of her frost stuff and just freezes everything. Freeze. No. She doesn't have her staff. She can't do nothing. I just wanted her to stop and be punny about it. She just ray of frosted blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian, you want to do anything else with your turn? No, that's it. Bonus action? I only have one bardic left, and I want to save it in case anyone dies. Cutting words and stuff like that. Chat, you are up. Okay, so to protect Adewolf, seeing as he's got somebody flanking him, I, I'm going to go to the right of Adewolf to protect his back. Who is that right next to? That is the Keeper. He's got his big glaive out. The Keeper? Yeah, we'll go at him. And seeing as I don't have my shield, I'm going to uh, swing it on with two hands. I'm not feeling super magic-y this... Uh, this combat. I feel that. Spells are limited. Same. So yeah, I'm pretty limited to just using my two hands. I cast these hands. <laughs> 15 to hit. 15 does not hit. Come on! He's wearing plate mail. Oof. I don't like it. As well as the Gloom Knight. Okay, well... This isn't good. We need to leave. It's all I got, guys. I'm sorry. So we'll attack again, and that's not. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. The Gloom Knight, the Keeper, and Prince Thuridan's turn. Oh, no. You can see the Keeper just walks right by you, Jet. Doesn't walk out of your range, just close enough where he can hit Blueberry with his 10-foot reach. Jesus. 10-foot? He is going to use a maneuver on this attack. Don't like that. And he's going to use Disarming Strike against you, Blueberry. No. Oh, shit. Does a dirty 20 hit. Uh, yeah. So that is 13 plus two slashing damage. And I need a constitution saving throw. Oh, dear. 17? 17 passes. He has this red gem at the top of his uh -uh. glaive. 
that slices into you and it's got these tendrils that go around it and they start to glow and almost move a little bit in the gem as it hits you, but you're able to push that gross, dark energy out. But he's going to take two more swings on you. Oh, too fuck. Blueberry, can you make a strength saving throw for me to keep a hold of that staff? 14. The DC is 15. No! no! Wait, where, where's this thing going to fling, though? Is Does it just drop right in front of her, or does it go flying? It drops right at her feet. Shit. Shit. The next two attacks are a 23 and 25 to hit. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Jesus. Eight slashing damage on the first, eight slashing damage on the second, and I need two more constitution saving throws. Oh, no. God. We should just leave. That's what I'm saying. Dirty 20, 18. All three con saves are passed. So that is the keeper's turn. The gloom knight who's looking really rough is going to walk up to Jet and take a few swings. The first one is only a 17 to hit. Does that hit you when you don't have your shield? Yes, it does. Okay. And the second one is a 19 to hit. So those two slashes with his great sword... 16 damage. Ow. And the prince is going to run up as well and attack you, Jet. Bruh. Why Why everybody coming at me? Because we ran in. Why did we run in? I'm so scared. 15 to hit on the first one? No, does not. Okay, you can see on the second attack, Jet, he's got this brand new sword on him. And he comes and he oh, makes no. contact really hard with the center of your breastplate and the sword. He's not used to the way it flings out of his hand. He drops it at his feet. Whoa. Oh, hell yeah. And we're back to the top of the order with Adolf. I look out to the princess. I will be there soon. And he puts his hand out in the same way that the father does. If you want me to use a bonus action for it, I will. But he wants Umbral to flick the lever with his tail. And it slowly closes and you can hear it locks. Oh, we're so fucked. I just wanted to get the staff down there. Ugh. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Full party wipe incoming. There's still an exit that Blueberry is technically the closest to right now. Because this leads out to the castle. That's why we came this way instead of going to the dead end. <gasps> Adolf, what did the keeper say as he walked in? I don't remember. What did he the say? The army's uh, almost here. <laughs> we need to off these guys right now. You could run past them. You could go up into the castle. But maybe the but armies, the armies up there. are coming that way. None of you have to fight that army. You're not part of this kingdom. No, 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 no. We made a commitment to you. And to the princess. We're not leaving you alone. Your commitment has been fulfilled. Not yet. And I look at the prince and I say, I will defend your right to legitimacy if you do what's right about her. Let me take vengeance for my queen. And I'm going to take the sword he dropped. I want to run towards Desdoria. The prince does not do anything to you as you run away. What are you attacking Desideria with? The king's sword. <laughs> so this is a plus two long sword. Nice. Beautiful. Nice. Was that my bonus action to make Umbro close the door? So doesn't Umbral just go on your turn? Yeah. Do you have to direct him or can he just do it? 
he can do movement for free and stuff like that. But if it's like an attack action or kind of something like that. I feel like you told him to do that last turn. I did. I did. I told him to do it last turn when I sent him. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm totally down with that being fine. So you still have a bonus action. (laughs) I'm going to. So I'm going to bonus action as like I'm leaping away from the prince. I'm going to cast the spell Zephyr Strike. Hell yeah. So that moves like the wind. You can give yourself advantage on one weapon attack roll, and it does an extra 1d8 force damage. Hell yeah, it does. So I'm going to give it on the first one. Let's go. 25 to hit. Very much hits. For 12 plus 2, 14 plus 7 for the Zephyr, so 21 points of damage. You want to give me that second attack? Yes, I do. That's a nat one. Oh, that's an eleven. <laughs> God, this sword doesn't want to be tamed, does it? Two nat ones. <laughs> give me a deck save. Nat twenty. <laughs> what the oh hell? Oh my god. <laughs> Twenty-seven. Adolf, this second hit, she's able to dodge out of the way. She's right next to this wall. You clang into the wall. The sword falls blade first towards your feet, but you're able to quickly, with your other hand, snag it from the air before it impales your foot. You still have the sword in your hand. Oh, yeah. Um, Is that the end of your turn? I lean in. I'll see you in hell when you die by magic. And that's my turn. You have not used your reaction, and she is running away from you. Doing it. Tripper, aim for the foot. 28. Oh, my God. 28 hits. <laughs> and Zephyr Strike is still on. Let's go. 15 points of damage. So she's going to grab the staff off of the ground as she looks at the blueberry. She's going to run around the saber tooth a decent amount. And then just as she's about to exit your reach, blueberry, you can see she teleports with a misty step behind the thrones Ugh. and she is gonna cast Ray of Frost on Brubaker again. Ray of Frost? <laughs> Wait, doesn't she have the staff? Yeah, but she used Misty Step, so she has to use a cantrip. Oh. <laughs> okay. So that's a 19 to hit. Yeah. That's only three cold damage. And you can see she surveys the battlefield. She looks towards the people helping her and she just says, Get the princess now. She cannot escape. Xander, you're up. Blueberry, you're on deck. All right. So I am going to run up to where Jet is and go right between the Gloom Knight and the Keeper. Good lord. What is happening? Jet, bro, you are getting fucked up. I'm here to help. And I put out both hands straight out sideways so that I can do an Eldritch Blast out of each hand, one at the Gloom Knight, one at the Keeper. Who are you going after first? The Gloom Knight is hurt, right? Pretty badly. Great. I'll go for him first. So that one was a 26. Hits. The Keeper is a 22. Both hit. So first damage is 6 plus 4, so 10 damage. The second one is 7 plus 4, so 11 damage to the Keeper. Gloom Knight's looking real fucked up. The Keeper, that was his first damage he took. Okay. Oof. Focus on me, guys. I'm here to party. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Blueberry, you are up. Sabretooth is going to leap from the stairs to the table, and then I'm going to leap from the table down to Desideria, and I'm going to try to rip the 
staff from her hands with my mouth. So you're doing a disarm? Yeah, it would be a bite attack, I suppose. It'd be an attack roll versus her athletics or dexterity check. Let's do that. 14. Ooh, 17. You're able to rip that away once again, Blueberry. So I'll pick it up. Okay, so that was my action to attack. Bonus action. I don't think there's anything I can do. I guess I'll stay here for now with the staff. Sebastian slash the princess's turn. Jet, you're on deck. Seeing the dudes surrounded, I'm going to try to get one of them away, and I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers at second level on the keeper. Wisdom save of 15. That is a fail. Nice. Okay, so he's going to take... Oh, ho, ho, clean. 16 psychic damage, and he has to use all of his movement to run away from me as a reaction <gasps> as I just whisper into his head Keeper, I hardly know her. And So he's leaving. Reaction, can I opportunity? To- you cannot. Only on his own oh. volition. volition yep. Yep. Almost forgot. I don't know. I know it's by your own volition like if you're flown or something, but it is his own volition to run. Ooh, it's not like he's being blasted true. away. Uh, I mean, that's up to you, but I'm not sure that's what's That's meant. a really good call. Yeah, I mean, he is using his own reaction, right? Yeah. yeah. I never thought of it that way, where it is like his own thing, yeah. but it's still being manipulated in a way. It does say the activity also provokes opportunity attacks. Huh. So if you have to move because of your reaction, if it's available... That activity does provoke opportunity attacks according to stack exchange. Then let's run with it. So yeah, you guys can both get opportunity attacks. Hell yeah. Nice. You first? Aw, it's a 10. Aw. 10 very much misses. 23 hit? Yes, sir. Aha. 10 damage. Sebastian, what else you got? Nothing. Okay. You can hear the princess from behind the door. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. This is, the lever's still here. I'm going to bang on the door and just say, I think I can open it again, but just stay there until I know it's safe. I'll keep you posted. You saying that, are you trying to open it right now? No, not yet. If, if shit goes down, I, I will, but Adam Wolf closed it f- for a reason, so. Chat, you are up. All right, so so the, the knight is looking the most messed up. I'm going to take a swing at the knight. Let's try to put him down finally. 21 to hit. That hits. Beautiful. 11 damage. <sighs> He's still standing. You gotta be kidding me. All right, we'll swing at him again. Let's put him down for good. Does 15 hit? 15 doesn't hit. Ah! Ooh. Oh! Focus. Are you doing anything else with your turn? That's all I can do. <laughs> Just kick him in the shins. <laughs> That is him, the prince, and the keeper's turn. So he's going to come right back at you, Jet, with you attacking like that. Two attacks. No. Attack me. Nine, and then a 17. 17 hits. 14 slashing damage from the Gloom Knight. The prince is going to brandish his old crappy normal sword and attack you. 18 for the first attack, and 12 on the second attack. 18 hits. That is 10 slashing damage. Oh my god, I am so glad I got healed up so much. 
and that is the keeper's turn. He's going to use his movement to get within range of Xander. He's taking three swipes at you, Xander. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking bring it, boy. That is a 17. That hits. A 23. That hits. And a dirty 20. <clears throat> okay, well, I will reaction to one of those with Hellish Rebuke. That is 9 plus 13 plus 14. I need three constitution saving throws. Great. Three con saves. 14. You're within the aura. Ooh, then 16, 19, and 12. 12 fails, so you're going to take five necrotic damage. Oof. And your maximum health is now reduced by five until long rest. Ouchie. Ooh. So you're still up, Xander? Yeah, I gotta I gotta do the my reaction. Also, yes, I am still up. That's only a 13. So he's taking fire damage. Nice. Yep, it's gonna be 4d10. 22 damage. Let's go. Nice. Xander, he is so mad at you for that, he's gonna action surge and take three more attacks at you. Oh, oh my god. Christ. <laughs> Dirty 20. 26 and 10. All right, the 10 misses. So that is eight slashing damage and 11 slashing damage. And then I need two more constitution saves. Are you up? Yep. 21, nat 20. Nice. Both pass. You will die here today. Not today, you gross bitch. That is everybody. Adewolf, your turn. He looks to the prince. Call them off. So a kingdom doesn't end up in a war at the end of this wedding. That's the point. Ooh. <sighs> Ouch. I really, really tried. I really tried. Bonus action, searing smite. So I'm going to ignite this blade of my own accord. Didn't know you could do that. Okay. And I'm going to come around. I'm going to take a swing at him with his father's sword. Oh my God. Poetic as hell. Come on, baby. 26. Oh. 26 hits. So that is 17 points of damage. You're able to cut some of his nice grooms where he was wearing. Start exposing some of his flesh underneath. At least your father will have company. Second swing. 19. 19 hits. 11 more points of damage. He's already looking pretty rough. When it starts its turn, it has to make a constitution saving throw. And I said it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> on initiative 20. No. You hear the door open. <gasps> no. Yep. As a captain and three guards start running in. Excuse me? They're able to get down the stairs just a little bit. And that was their full action. Y'all need to leave. I've been trying this whole time. That is Desideria's turn. She is struggling without her staff. So she is going to try and rip it away from Blueberry. <laughs> I got two big old tusks holding it in place. And she got 18. So you need to roll athletics or dexterity, your choice. Yes. 21. You're able to hold it. That was her whole action. 
I, I whip my head around in a circle, and like Rafiki, I just kind of knock her in the head with it, just for flavor. <laughs> Xander, you're up. Blueberry, you're on deck. Gloom Knight is right next to you. And so low. So low. The prince is right next to Jet, looking decent but hurt already from those two swings from Adolf. The keeper's looking very good. And then there are the captain and three guards running in and Desideria fighting Blueberry for the staff. I am technically in range of the... All three of them. Oh, no, I cannot move (laughs) unless I disengage. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. What can I do? What can I do? Leave me to die. If I move at all without disengaging, like, I'm just, I'm still vulnerable and I didn't do anything, you know? Yeah. 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 So that's why I'm like, I don't want to do that. And I've been thinking for the last, like, five minutes of, like, what I can actually do that's helpful. But... I mean, disadvantage doesn't mean a miss. It's true. Like, you're pretty good at what you do, so. All right. I'm going to attack. I'm going to I'm gonna start with the Gloom Knight with my first attack. So, disadvantage. First one's 24. Second one is 16. 16 doesn't do it. That's fucked up. <laughs> Second one is, again, going for the Gloom Knight. You got this. All right. First one. Nat 20. The second one is a 17. Doesn't hit. Are you serious, bro? You're making contact. It's just not getting underneath to where it's hurting him. All right. Think a gun at point blank. You would think. Blueberry, you're up. Sebastian, you're on deck. You see what you're doing to these people, Colin? They did it to themselves. You did. All of you. You didn't say anything, Sebastian. Um, How many times have I told you? We didn't leave. <laughs> you didn't say anything to us. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm leaping up onto the table, running across it, and down onto Gloom Knight and slashing. As you slash, there is a ray of frost that hits you from the back from Desideria. Yep. That's six cold damage. D- stop it. Okay, Sabretooth's not looking very well, but okay, I run slash with the claws for a natural 20. There you go. (laughs) It would have been 15 slashing. 15 slashing is enough to take down the Gloom Knight. And now the prince is surrounded, right? All right, and then my my speed was reduced by 10, so I'm going to squeeze over to here to the left of Xander and Jet and right in front of the keeper near the stairs. You're able to do so getting closer to the statue. Oof, yikes. Sebastian and the princess. I am pulling the lever as my object interaction. Doesn't move whatsoever. Oh, I'm banging on the door. All right, uh, for the last minute, it's time. Can you open the door, please? She pulls lever back. And it does indeed open oh, oh, okay. from the inside. I go to run in, and then I, I pop back out. I peek my head out, and I look at the keeper. That's how you run like a little bitch. You're starting to look like a prince. And I'm casting hideous laughter on him. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Please, please, please. Oh, Wisdom save 15. Please. Then everyone can get out, and we can fucking go. I got a six. Yes! 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 He's laughing on the ground. That doesn't do damage, right? It just makes him prone. Just and- prone, and he can make a save at the end of every turn. Can we get the fuck out? Oh, bro, you should have said something first. Oh, it's just me. Hey, come on, man. <laughs> Jet, you are up. 
how bad is the king looking right now? Not terrible. He's only been hit twice by Adderwolf. I want to try to grapple him. <sighs> okay. Give me a strength check. You better roll really well. I got a nat 20. Oh, you got a 23. Could I, as a reaction, use my all or nothing coin for him? Ooh. Sure. I think you have Bardic Inspiration. I know Adderwolf had my advantage one. And then I gave one to Xander. I had one left and I don't remember who I gave it to. I, it was you because I ga- I made you do sparks like you were running in through the movie. So you have inspiration. So if I get this coin flip, if you just use that bardic, then you win. Because it would be 20 plus 3 plus whatever from the bardic. I want Gabe to flip this. <laughs> Gabe, do you have? I do, I do have a coin. Okay. All right, flip a coin. We'll have Xander call it. Oh my God, please. Please, this is the most important coin flip of my life. (laughs) Nothing has mattered more in my life than this moment. What kind of coin is it? Is it like a quarter or is it a special coin? It's a quarter. Okay. Can you kiss it? Oh Oh my God. It's good. (laughs) We're good. It's good. We're fine. Everything's fine. We got it. It's fine. I'm going to call Tails. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna keep this quarter for a long time. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, Gabe, I love you. <laughs> Whoo, got the tingles from that one. Oh my god. Jet, you grab third and he is putting up a huge fight, but you're able to just get under his arm the right way and twist it and get him into your grasp. I want to hold him from behind. Can I for flavor? pull my hand axe out and hold it to his throat for flavor. Yeah, I have movement with him. Correct. But I'm guessing it's half speed, half speed. All right. So with my half speed, I'm going to start pulling him towards the exit where Sebastian just opened the door. So that brings me right to the door with him. And as I'm bringing him back, I'm going to say any of you take one step forward. I'm slitting his throat. Jack going dark. Okay. That is the start of his turn, meaning he needs to make a constitution save throw for Searing Smite. That's only an 11. That's a fail, so he mm. takes Got an extra one point of fire damage. It just hurts. I'm satisfied. <laughs> a, ooh, ow, ooh. <laughs> he is grappled. He's going to make an attack at you at disadvantage. It's only a 10 to hit. Doesn't hit. He's going to take a second attack. It's only a 13 to hit. Doesn't hit, baby. The Keeper is on the ground with the Gloom Knight dead. At the end of the Keeper's turn, he's going to make another Wisdom save. It's only a 13. That fails. He's still laughing. Mm. Oh, Oh, my God. Things going our way now. Let's go. Adolf, you're up. Okay, this is interesting. I like this idea that we're taking the Prince, but he talks too much. Now that the door is open, Umbral can do things that I need them to do. So, bonus action, I'm going to make Umbral come up and try to bite the prince. Would you like Umbral to drop the queen off in the tunnel? Yeah, yeah. Almost like gets down to pounce. As it does, it gets reloaded to the ground and pounces out from the queen's legs and is able to run and jump at the prince. You got advantage because it is grappled. <laughs> 19? 19 hits. For 10 points of piercing damage. The king is looking rough. And then (laughs) I come around and 
Gonna use my reaction to make Umbral soup my sword up. <laughs> I'm gonna swing at the soon-to-be formal king. <laughs> Let's see if you hit. So it's 1d6 from the reaction, and then 2d6 from the searing smite. And I have advantage because he's being held by stupid man. So wow, I'm sorry. He's stupid man. I'm just really no. You're 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 majestic powerhouse. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of in a rage right now. I'm like a barbarian who's just a person. I said I loved you. No, you're 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 a king. I just gave you so much praise. I adore you. I'm in a rage. Call me stupid man. It's it's. I'm thinking of Colin. I'm sorry. I'm projecting. I'm I'm totally projecting. It's Colin oh did this to me. <laughs> 29. 29 hits. For 23 points of damage. Oh, Jesus, oh. bro. What does that look like, Adolf? I'm not trying to kill him. Like I'll I'll say that now. I'm doing non-lethal. If he dies, he dies on my terms. Okay. Like a scratch across his chest, and I basically want like flames to engulf him where like it basically knocks him unconscious. The slash across his chest ignites his groom's clothes and there's just this puff of smoke that's slowly suffocating him because he can't get air in. And then he slowly loses consciousness in Jet's arms. And then I look at all of them and say, if you want your king to live, you'll get the fuck out of my way and go the fuck back up those steps or else I will do it. Give me intimidation. Gladly. 17. Okay. Is that the end of your turn, Adelwolf? I use the rest of my movement to go in. You happy? Thank you. Nice. I didn't have a tragic end. I was ready Yay! for it. <laughs> I was very ready for it. I was like going for it. Yeah, I'll go in the stupid cave thing. Uh-oh, 15 feet inside the cave, there's a deadly trap. <laughs> yeah, Colin. Yep, that's that's my turn. That is the guards' turns, and Jet has not quite made it into the tunnel. There's a big ass saber tooth tiger, and Jet has their king. You can see the first one pulls out something that looks a little familiar. Xander. Oh no! Beautiful revolver. What? Oh, the captain takes a shot at Jet. That's only a 13 to hit. He is going to reel around with another shot, though, and that's a 21 to hit. Oh, no. So, Jet, that is 14 points of damage. Jet's going to fall unconscious, and the king is going to fall on top of him. How romantic. <laughs> <laughs> the captain runs up and gets right next to this saber-toothed tiger as the guards are going to throw some spears at the saber-toothed tiger. First one's a 22. The oh. second one's a 9. Third one is a 22. So we got two hits. That's only five piercing wounds. <laughs> Just enough to turn me back into an elf with a staff in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that is Desiderius' turn. Ah! And she is in range to run up to Blueberry... And I need oh another strength God. contest, oh Blueberry. She's trying. Just cast a spell on me, bitch. I got a 16. <sighs> okay. Um, acrobatics or athletics? Acrobatics. <gasps> yes. 
18. That's enough. Yes. Nice. <gasps> Run with her staff. I uh, grab the staff out of my mouth and spin it around and get a knocker. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little tap. Xander, you're up. I'm going to uh, run to the wall right next to Umbral, which probably means I have to take an opportunity attack from What's-Her-Nuts. Yeah, Desideri's going to shoot you with a ray of frost, and she's going to hit you very much with a 21 to hit. Seven cold damage. And that'll slow you down 10 feet. Okay, and I'm going to use the arcane pistol to shoot at the captain that's right here, because I would like to try and knock him back. Come on, daddy need the shoes. 22. That hits? All right. Nice. So he's going to take 8 plus 7 plus 8. So 23 damage, and he gets knocked back. You blow him back. He's no longer right next to Blueberry. Yes. Beautiful. I'd like to move the remaining amount that I can. You can get into the tunnel if you would like from where you are. Great. I would like to be... In the tunnel, please. Blueberry, you are up. Sebastian, the princess, are on deck. All right. I'm I'm going to take her Ray of Frost opportunity attack, and I'm going to run towards the door. She already used her reaction. Oh, Beautiful. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to run forward. Would it be an action to, like, pull Jet into the door or just be extra movement or both? I think it's going to be both to grab him. Okay, I think I can do that. I think I can use my action to pick him up and still move half movement and get us both just inside. And then I will use my bonus action to cast Healing Word at first level. That's eight hit points. Jet, we really need you, buddy. Wake up! I'm going to yell for somebody to drag the prince in, if they can. That is Sebastian's turn, as well as the princess. Yeah, I'll drag him in. Ah, fuck it. Okay, you're trying to drag the prince in. Yeah. You have enough strength and movement. I just want to pull him five feet into the door. You're able to pull him just into the door. I'll just yell to the princess, hit the lever! She pulls the lever. The door closes. (sighs) Oh. Oh my god. And we are out of initiative. And we have the bitch's staff. On the outside of the door, you can hear Desideria yelling. Find them now. Where does this tunnel lead? Why didn't we know about this? Is Jet still on the floor? I mean, I was just going to kind of lay there and rest after what just happened. Yeah, I feel like your instinct would just be like. (laughs) (sighs) I was just going to kind of like grab up my throat and cough up a little bit of blood. Be like, (laughs) what the fuck just happened? And then I was going to use 10 of my land hands on myself. I'm going to get over you. I'm just going to start shaking your plate mail. I swear to fucking God, if I ever lose you, oh, I'm going to fucking come after you, I swear. And I'm going to cure wounds. <laughs> I will find you. Even through death, Jet, you cannot Jesus leave me. Christ. <clears throat> Fuck, okay. Let go of me. That's nine healing. Damn. Your boy over here, like, bleeding from all the stab wounds he got from that spear. <laughs> and it's like, glad you're doing all right there, Jet, buddy. I will... Healing word. I thought I'm gonna walk Xander. over to Xander. You too, fucker! I swear to God, <laughs> if you guys didn't get through this fucking door, why? Damn. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Xander, twelve hit points. 
You get better too. Oh God. I gave you another five too. Thanks y'all. I'm gonna start pushing Xander through the door. <laughs> like an angry dad on vacation. Just get in the fucking car. Yeah, I'm taking the staff down the hall. I'm gonna grab the king and just throw him over my shoulders. As you guys start leaving, you hear from outside, Desideria yells, Get the dog now. We can get the king sent. We can follow it. Oh. Does anyone have prestidigitation? I do. Release the hound. So, I have a question. With my teapot of tea time, is it like a fragrant tea? Give me a luck check. (laughs) (laughs) Seven. It is mostly water. Fuck. It has some scent to it, but it's mostly water. Okay, you know what? It has some scent to it, so fuck it. I'm going to pour as much tea as I can at the exit that we just left, and then the rest of it, like as much of it I can on the king now to try to give him a different type of scent. Ooh. I want to start druid crafting little tiny corpse flowers. Oh. <laughs> and oh, and shit. I'd like to add to the cacophony the spoiled pocket lasagna that I've had on my oh, body for no. so long. Oh, it's going to get all over me. What are you doing? <laughs> well, you know, just put it in his pocket where it belongs. I have one final request I'd like to make of all of you. Yeah. But this one is much more dangerous. If I'm being sincere. If it goes well. And he looks at the princess. I think you may have a new home in the future. He starts to actually strip the prince down and then replace his clothes with commoner clothes. Will one of you take these clothes of his? Run from the city. Ooh, okay. Sebastian, you look the most like him. Okay. If nothing else, it'll give him an extra place they'll have to search. How is that going to help? I just don't know what we're going to do. I mean, look at me. I don't even look like myself. No one's going to believe I'm the princess. I got video. She's playing with her short hair. You're not Hannah Montana. Like, <laughs> you're, it's still blonde. They're going to know it's you. You just got a haircut. People know your face. I'm just, I'm scared. He looks to the party. And one more thing. Find Tariana and tell her to meet me where the river meets its mouth. She'll know what that means. I'll take the princess and the pauper there. And I'm going to use another spell slot to re-summon Umbral. Umbral appears next to you. Pull out some rope and tie up this common dressed dickhead. But how do we get out? Forward. This has to lead somewhere. Lead the way, Addy. This tunnel leads just a little bit further down. Turns right and there is a stone door. I want to listen against the door. Give me a perception. Nat 20 for a 29. Sounds like nothing is happening behind this door. It sounds extremely quiet. Somewhere in the distance, you swear you can hear waves. I think I hear in the distance. Water. So there's a hidden escape onto the island. And then open the door. Opening the door, there is a room. Another door directly across from you. The very first thing you see in this room, Adwolf, is a table covered in dried blood. A dark black with red tinge is all over the stones on the ground. 
There is a desk here with many papers and a few books left on it. One corner has a child's crib, a rocking horse, dolls, and other toys. There's a full-size rocking chair for an adult, an adult-sized bed made out of wood, a simple blanket, and one pillow. As you all enter, the queen says, Wait. Wait, I've been here before. And she walks over to the area with the child's toys and picks up a small doll. This is familiar to you? I... I used to live here a long time ago. Live? Just just for a little bit, but I just thought it was a different part of the castle. I never thought to find it again. Do you remember anything else about this room? No, I was a baby. I uh, See, I over here, my dad used to rock me in this chair. And she walks over to the rocking chair and rocks it back and forth for a moment. And I remember laying here and there was a... A short man. He used to he used to stand on these stools and read and write. A short man? Do you, do you remember his name? This all feels like it's a dream almost. I don't remember much. I'm going through the desk. Blueberry, give me investigation. Why do I always do this? <laughs> can I assist her to look around? Feel free. You can either roll yourself. Roll yourself! <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll roll. I got ten. Thirteen. So you guys start going through some of the diagrams and pages that are on this table. The first thing you can see is a diagram of a body. It looks like a small elven woman's body from what you can tell. And it shows small incision points in their lower abdomen. From around it, it looks like there is spells written. Like someone was trying to figure out a spell. There is also a journal from the late King Belmore. It talks about how he made this place to allow for an outsider to treat the princess. She was sick and no doctor nor magical healing was fixing her. She would scream in pain for hours at night until she had finally fallen asleep. He describes a gnomish man by the name of Pojin who was studying the Evergem deep in the north. The last entry in this journal says the idea of life without my dear child was a fate worse than death were it not for Pojin's power the magic he has created the world would not know my sweet daughter and the light she brings do they relay this back to us yeah I want to walk over to the queen your highness I I, I apologize to ask you this in this way but do you mind showing us your stomach she looks at you for a moment and you can see she's grabbing exactly that area she lifts up the dress to show you that she does indeed have a scar on the lower side of her abdomen do you remember this not exactly my, my father just said I was sick and that I needed to be fixed as a baby I just knew I'd live with it forever. What did they do to her? What is this, Adewolf? I don't think it was so much experimentation. We'll we'll take these things, right? We'll take we'll take the papers and learn it better. There are some things we can only do with medicine. But this is why magic isn't innately bad. Magic is the reason that she still walks. 
but there's also a chance that if the magistrate knew, she would be in more danger. Do you think the magistrate already knows? I don't. She didn't even know herself. So it sounds like we gotta find this Pojin guy. I think so. Does that name sound familiar to either of you? You haven't heard it around the castle or anything in your time here? No. <sighs> you all have your own destination, don't you? For the most part. More of a goal than a destination right now. Well, then I suppose, um, she and I now have our own. I guess the three of us. <laughs> he, like, <laughs> makes a begrudging look over to the, the lump on Umbral. <laughs> what are you gonna do with him? He betrayed me, Adolf. He did. So he will spend his life making it up to you. Death is easy. But who's to say the magistrate won't find someone worse? He hesitated. Hopefully he's not all bad. Fucker. We should get out of here. I'm gonna pocket all the notes in the journal. Did anyone in the party use a weapon at all? Did any of you do anything melee related? Yeah, I did. I only did melee. I walk up to you, Jet. How would you like to be an honorary knight? Jet. Excuse me? Oh, the title. I have a new sword, it looks like. So I think you'd be better off with this one. And he hands you his plus one longsword with like the Elvareth symbol on it. Valor, excuse me. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. Sir Jet. I, I don't know how to thank you. You did plenty. And then he looks over to the queen, temporarily hands her the king sword. He'll, he'll brace her hands, so they'll, they'll hold it together. I will take a knee in front of the queen and Adewolf. For protecting what is right? And for fighting with all your might. She looks at you and gives a small smile. Forever a guard of Valorith and our people. She taps the sword on each of your shoulders. Rise, Sir Jet of Valorith. I'm going to stand... And I will bow to the queen, reach out for the forearm handshake with Adewolf. And at the very beginning, it was Jet's armor that you all made look different. I gave him the symbol. Adewolf takes it off of his chest and puts it on yours. Oh. Now you've earned the right to bear that. You will serve us proud. I'll do everything in my power to. We know. Alright, I think we all need to move before things get worse here. What do you think? Sounds like a good call. Let's get out of here. Adwolf, you head over, open the door, tunnel continues, and you can see it starts to get less nice. These had walls, this had a stone floor, and it gets less well-made. You can start to really hear the sound of waves. And as you continue down, you can see that this did indeed lead to a cliff overlooking the water outside of Valorith. You have a chance to see into the distance. Sun is out, beaming, light reflecting off the water into these tunnels. Continuing through this passageway, it is getting dark. You begin traveling for some time, minutes and minutes, until ahead of you, Adolf 
you see a lever and what looks to be a flat wall made of brick that completely caps off this tunnel. Pull the lever. And this wall of stone moves like a door. On the other side is a man-made structure. And as you step out, you can see that you are all underneath the massive bridge that goes to and from Valorith. There are big openings on either side, and you can see out onto the sea. The brick wall you had come out of does not look like it has been used in a very long time. But there's a ladder going up towards Valorith here that does seem like it has been used more recently. There are also pipes that go across the bridge towards the mainland, and you guys can all hear water rushing in them. There are also some boxes here, which look like they have not been here for more than a few weeks. And the first thing you notice is one has a letter on it. Grab the letter. The paper is slightly damp and deteriorating. It is a letter to Dugrin, and it is instructing him to smuggle someone named Gunther up to Valorith. Interesting. It looks like these boxes were carried across the underside of this bridge. The thought plickens. Why why does that why does that sound familiar? Gunther is the guy who had a bunch of drinks with Jatoba. Why does Dugrin sound familiar? Who's Dugrin? Elven man, side shaved hair, long hair down back. Katana man. Katana oh. man. Maze captain. Oh my god. So Jatoba was talking to Gunther about his drinking problem, and he was like, next time you think about drink, come find me. Don't want a repeat of what got you in trouble in the <gasps> first place. Mm. So he got smuggled after getting in trouble, I guess. Why would Dugrin need to smuggle Gunther into Valorith? He just got paid for it? I don't know. Maybe True. he got arrested. But why would, Gun- why would Gunther need to go to Valorith? Or maybe he was, like, trying to turn a new leaf and... Pastel was just such a bad influence for someone with such a bad drinking problem. But this makes this yeah. makes Gunther important in some way, like more than we than we yeah. think. I'm so confused. Maybe Gunther is the maybe he's like the son of someone important. I want to look through the boxes while he's reading the letter. Just browse, just like open, quick look. I'm not digging or anything. It looks like illegal materials. It definitely looks like this is just their smuggling operation. Just nice. a bunch of weed. Makes sense. <laughs> the one guy calling me sea legs is just echoing in my head right now with every box I open. Can we find grave dust? I still got that. Oh, yeah. There's grave dust in here. Oh, shit. Uh, Xander? Oh, damn. Grab some. Do you have your baggie? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's already got it in there. Just grab like a handful, bro. It's fine. A handful? How am I going to carry it? What do you do with a handful? In your hand. You just put it in your pockets, and then you can use it like pocket sand. <laughs> Pocket grave dust. <laughs> imagine <laughs> using drugs as pocket sand. Yeah. <laughs> imagine like walking, like getting into a fight with someone and then they just like dust your face with cocaine. And it's like, oh that would probably disorient you at first, but then you'd get so much stronger. Let's just move forward. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're trying to basically find the way back down into Pastow. Is that what you guys are looking for? Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. As you're walking, a familiar voice echoes across the city. You hear the voice of Queen Velaspian. And it sounds like she's using Ermina's rod from the wedding. 
this time even louder, crossing the entire city. Citizens of Valorith, a great tragedy has occurred today. A friend of the royal family has attacked my mother and killed her. She attacked the entire city and many were lost. Also lost was the king of Elvarath, King Vindrian. But there is hope in this disaster. I at least have lived through this tragedy. Valorith was betrayed by my protector, Adewulf Kuth. He has taken King Thuridan and is an enemy of all. We have everyone in our power looking for him. Though this is a tragedy, we were married and brought Elvarath and Valorith together as one. We will not allow any disaster like this to happen ever again. No more lives will be lost by those who wish to play God. Magic of any kind will be outlawed within the walls of Valorith and any cities within our borders. Any refusal to adhere to these new rules from any city will be treated as an act of war. The Magistrate will be working with the Valorith Guard to patrol the cities and all of our lands. We will spread this message across Vendrea and stop any more acts of terror that those deranged enough to wield magic may have planned. There's no room for magic on Fendrea, no room for tragedy, no room for ignorant, selfish people who believe they are better than the rest of us. Prepare for a new Fendrea. Adolf, I'm not saying any of this. What is happening? It's Desideria. Yeah, fuck. They're afraid. And they should be. They're going to be looking for us then. They will. Maybe we should hit up the uh, the Ashen Phoenix and uh, expand that their revolution. We might be a part of like a war or some shit right now, and they're gonna be the first to get absolutely decimated. We need to at least warn somebody. We need to warn them. We, oh God, we need to be there now. Oh, Matthias is going to be so upset with us. We were just supposed to go for recon, and we just started a fucking war. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Adewolf walks up to Xander. You taught me something that I'm going to use, actually. And he dabs you up. Hell yeah. This. This somatic movement. This can be the sign of the resistance. Yes! Oh, yeah! Yes! Let's go! Oh, yes! Stop! I'm fucking dying right now. Yo! Oh, my God. From royalty to rebellion. That is the fucking best thing I have heard. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yo, good thinking. Oh, Adderwolf, you my boy. He's going to cast Pass Without a Trace on himself, Umbral, Dumbface, and the Queen. If you need to find me. He takes off his ring. This prevented the Magistrate from being able to find me. You need this more. And he puts it on the Queen's finger. Aww. And as they start heading the other direction, he turns around. Before I forget. And he tosses you something, Blueberry. Huh? What? The rest of your payment. 
There's 80 gold coins in there. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. Oh my god. Are you sure? You're, no, you're not getting a royal salary anymore. Don't you need this to hide? Stow away? Anything? If we're rich and throwing it around, people will notice. I didn't grow up with money. And I have everything I need now. The queen gives you a big smile. So cute. I'm cry. So you're taking the queen and dumb face with you as well as Umbral. So right now there's kind of three directions to go. The party seems like they are going to go down to Pastal, which is the city beneath the arch. And they are easily able to find a door that they can see the Ashen Phoenix use. And this seems to go into the sewers. So you guys would know that this brings you to New Beginnings Winery. There's that direction. There is a ladder going back up to Valorith. And then there is the rest of the length of the bridge that will take you to the mainland away from Valorith, which you would feel relatively hidden doing so. Yeah, and we're going we're gonna to go underneath. And I actually dismiss Umbral and kind of just let Dumbface fall to the ground. And I'm going to use another spell slot to summon him back. Because when the Drake Warden summons them back, they can summon them with wings or gills. So I'm going to give him gills just in case we need to get involved in water since we're close. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. I'm going to remind you that you still have Jet's Sending Stone, so you might want to give that back too. <laughs> Unless. Unless. Because if you kept we it. We have to text you all the time. The rest of the campaign, they're going to be like, okay, I want to meet up with Adderwolf. Can we talk to Adderwolf? And I'm like, fucking no. I can't just get Gabe on here. Really <laughs> so I can punish you by keeping yeah. it? Yeah. Absolutely, man. We're going to be like messaging you all the time being like, hey, we said this. What do you say back? <laughs> you know, you might just you might just get a busy dial. To, you know what? A busy tone? <laughs> I'm going to keep it. If you want, you can ask me to record clips for them. Ooh. We will. I'll have you do so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Yep. This is the punishment. I druid craft a crown that looks like it's got the jade, whatever they're called, but it's oh, it's not really. Flower. I don't think I can druid craft that fancy of a flower, but they're similar in appearance. A little flower crown for the queen. And give that to her. And I will do a matching similar one that's more like a neck choker situation for Adderwolf. Thank you. And I'll give them hugs and say thank you so much. Um, stay safe, please. Um, hit us up on the stone like whenever, okay? I'm gonna miss you guys. Okay. <laughs> I'll I'll come in for hugs. Uh, Adderwolf, I may have slipped something in your back pocket. Um, that's from me. That's a that's a gift. That's my mixtape. <laughs> I know you can't really listen to it, but <laughs> the next time I see you two, I'll have a song ready for you. Thank you for all your help. I hope that all of the tapes you mix continue to be majestic and, th well, smooth as you mix them. That means a lot. <laughs> Thank you. I will go for another forearm embrace. We appreciate everything you've done for us and all of your help if you'd like on our travels we'll, we'll try to spread the word of the news about the queen if you'd like that would mean a lot absolutely this continent is going to be terrifying but to be honest I did make the right choice in asking for all of your help I could not have done this alone I'm just glad that we were here to help so am I uh, I wonder if this is Anything you ever dreamed of happening, even in your little journal you have there? 
This is beyond anything I could have ever dreamed. Shut up, Jet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna cut in here and be like, yo, let's smile for a selfie and I'll snap a selfie with the with the camera. Ah, it's this small box when it captures images when it points it at us. Smile. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the queen's smile is definitely like a little uncomfortable, like not knowing what to do. She's never had to do that before. She looks at you, Xander, goes, I, I need to learn the, the sign of the resistance. Would you teach me? Yeah. Hell yeah. And I will show her how to dap and dap her up. The funniest shit. <laughs> and it looks beautiful over the, over the ocean. She gives a bow to all of you and she says... Yes, Jet is now a knight, but you are all protectors of Valorith. Just remember, those who are still in the Valorith army, they're good people. Thank you all so much. I'm going to walk in front of her and take a knee and uh, stab my longsword into the ground in front of her. We're going to do what's right. We're going to make you proud. She gives just a little nod. I don't know if we should get going. If he gets that dog anytime soon, you know it can follow us to the ends of the earth. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know, if we keep exploring, we might even find this fancy place I heard of. It's called Law. <laughs> <laughs> In the distance, you can hear Adolf telling the queen about Law, Spanish, Italian, Ben Franklin, all the crazy things you have taught him about Earth. And for today, as sad as it is, that is a wrap. Hot damn. Oh, hell yeah. We're yeah. going to miss you. I am so glad that now the dab is going to be a resistance sign that just shows thank up in this show. Thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, my God. We can, cannot thank you enough for that alone. <laughs> Seriously, no, just thank you so much for everything you did, Gabe. Seriously. Yeah, man. Where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me across the internet at Gabe James Games, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. I am DM on Dimension 20's Shriek Week, cosplayer, game designer, and you'll be seeing one of my favorite cosplays coming out as soon as this episode is up. So I am excited to hear about that reaction. Oh, shit. Yeah. Now we're excited. We don't even know about that. Yeah. As always, all of that will be in the description below. Thank you all so much. And come back and meet us next week for the behind the scenes. We're going to talk about all the craziness that happened today. There's a lot to talk about, so goodbye. Bye. 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 Xander's Abduction is our very first Patreon stretch goal, and we are nearly there. At 100 patrons, we will be running an intense, ridiculous, hilarious, and probably very stressful, well, for Xander, of course, one shot depicting the story of Xander's Abduction. So head on over to patreon.com slash castparty and check out the loads of exclusive content from the cast and crew. Behind the scenes drops after every single episode of Cast Party, where you can hear more about our conspiracy theories, our thoughts on the episode and our story in general, and behind the scenes info you won't get anywhere else. The after party drops the first of every month for our patrons. And if you loved our original episode of Enter the Pungent, boy, do we have an event for you so head on over to patreon.com slash castparty to become an official 
part of our cast and crew. You'll also receive access to our community Discord, where we host live listening parties with all of us on the release night of every cast party episode, as well as entry into our merch giveaway that we do at the end of every single cast party episode. Speaking of, this week's merch giveaway winner is... Paul S. But hey, if you want some merch for yourself to rock around town, head on over to cast-party.myshopify.com. Thank you so, so much again for tuning in, and we'll see you in two weeks to see... Well, I don't even know where we're going from here. Uh, see ya! I I would have put the princess behind me, Colin. Yes, yes, sorry. I forgot that you cannot control. I'm actually going to give you all control oh, of the princess. Okay, <laughs> finally. We just throw her down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nine HP! Oh, shit, you weren't supposed to see that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Good pickup, Ryan. Jesus. Oh, she weak. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oops. All right. Well, let's just pretend that I didn't just show you that. Um... <laughs> I'm so glad I pulled her back. Part of the Ashen Phoenix. God, now I have to listen to everything in the past. Why would you do this to me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This was Colin's plan all along. He was just like... (laughs) It really was. Get Gabe invested so he comes back permanently. He said all these names, and now I'm like, well, I have to know who all of these people are. Ash and Phoenix sounds dope as hell. (laughs) That was a fun little arc. Hope you enjoy. (laughs) Oh, guys, look. There's a list of the Ash and Phoenix jobs in this crate, too. Ebab Flow requested to sneak in 13 pounds of pork rinds into Valorith? Weird. Costs have gone up astronomically after Eric V officially banned the import of pigs after the bacon scandal at St. E. Love's Mansion Party. I don't know what that means or what happened, but it's really sad they can't have bacon anymore, I guess. There is someone who calls themselves Wartorn Knight, who has asked time and time again to be taken up to Valorith to join in Elf-O-Knight? It's elves only, and they listen to crazy music from 20 years ago. But he's not an elf, so he needed a disguise. Interesting. Looks like May contracted Jeski Fire to create a potion that will turn them into an elf until they say the phrase, I'm not okay. Oh. That's going to be hard at Elfo Night. I'm, I'm following now. Ash officially left the Ashen Phoenix after the last job they were assigned. The Ashen Phoenix were commissioned by Lord Asselberg of Valorith to sift through the sewers in order to find his wedding ring he accidentally flushed down the toilet. Normally, the Ashen Phoenix would never stoop so low, but they were paid 5,000 gold for this one piece of jewelry. Might as well. They can't even get another one made for that price. It's a New York original, and they stopped making jewelry years ago to focus on miniature horse breeding? This list is weird. Oh, okay, there's only one more. Rosendo asked the Ashen Phoenix to find him a challenger worthy of his power. They didn't really know what that meant, so they sent Sean de Jesus to go find out what he meant. Uh, he unfortunately never returned. Then they sent Dubword out to the same place this time with a potion of flight to make it so he can approach from a distance and figure out what happened to Sean de Jesus. Oh, man. I hope that Rosendo guy didn't get to him.